Welcome, everybody, to RBS, Random Bullshit in the Land of Fuckery. You're stuck with us now that you've already chimed in. So, today, we got a giant fuck of a rabbit hole involving Norse paganism that involves Loki, particularly. Would you like to start this off, Connor? Yeah, sure. So, with what we figured out, we went through a lot of, um, what was it? We were going through Hamvala. No, we, we were going for the, we were going through the uh, Lakasana or the insults of Loki. Yes, yeah, the insults of Loki, and then it later got into the um, what's it called? The punishment of Loki, where he was bound to the yeah, rock yeah, by so the it, it was, of his son. So the Lakasana takes place after Odin has foreseen the events of Ragnarok, and so after he had foreseen these events. He then held a council of which he told all the gods what he had foreseen. And Loki was informed of this event that what was going to happen after he was defeated. Now, what this means is that this was... So, keep in mind that this was an insult to Loki. This was Loki literally barging into a fucking hall during a dinner where people are drinking and having fun and he just goes on a fucking rampage of just like slurring insults at every god in the room and when when this happens he then pisses off all the other gods and they're talking about these this one single event in ragnarok where after he gets defeated he will be tied down to a rock with a snake over his face that will periodically be dripping venom into his face and this dude has a loyal ass fucking wife because this wife just fucking sits there with a fucking bull basically collecting it and like whenever it gets full she's just like i'm sorry husband but it's time to empty this and then she goes and empties it and then when it drops on his face he feels all this intense pain which then is thought to be the start of an earthquake. Now, yeah, because everybody back then they didn't know that nowadays it was just iconic plants rubbing together causing an earthquake. Yeah. But they thought that was whenever the venom was dripping into his face, causing it to writhe in pain and jerk around. And, so, which know, this also begs the, the question that if this was the theory that they had back then, because they didn't have the scientific knowledge that we had today. Does this mean that, in theory, that if Loki was suffering this, and that is what is causing an earthquake, does this mean that Ragnarok has already happened? Because with the the earthquakes that could be happening, that's what's tied to Loki being post-Ragnarok punishment. So, one of the many, many... There's so many theories with Ragnarok. There's Ragnarok that hasn't happened yet. There's Ragnarok that has happened. And then there's the most popular theory. The, there is the most popular theory, which is Ragnarok is a time loop event. Which means from the creation of time to Ragnarok is a repeated cycle that happens over and over and over again. Which means Loki, at some point, gets untied reconciles with the gods and then the whole process starts all over again because loki can't stop being a shithead yeah so pretty much what's happening is for those that can't or don't understand right now is it's like a checkpoint in a video game 
and like there's always that favorite mission that you just want to keep playing over and over you keep going back to it that's pretty much what's happening you finish it you go right back to the beginning you go through the exact same so with this the people that we were going over the lakasana with we came to a conclusion because when numerous conclusions a very very numerous conclusions one of which was very comical but yet it is such a theory that it's not one that you can really deny. So it actually begs the question if this is actually a title that Loki would have. Which is the fact that Loki was not just bound by any rope. He was bound by the entrails of the sun. Granted, the only son that we know of that his wife had birthed. Now, back in this time, this is a very sexist ideal. We know this. However, back in the, that time... Women were meant for only one thing, and that was for giving them the men that they were with heirs. And women of that time, and women of that time were also very strong, heartfelt about this too. It wasn't just about the men; like women also wanted an heir of their own in that time, so they would do whatever they could to be with a man to give them and themselves an heir to inherit whatever they had had. So, Whether that just be a farm or an entire... Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what they had. Like, whether it was... Even if it was just a fucking broken down shed that was considered, quote-unquote, slave quarters, it'd still be something that they want their children to inherit. Now, where this gets comical is that because his wife's only heir was killed and then used as entrails to tie Loki down, why would his wife not take advantage of Loki to give her another heir? Like, while holding the bowl, leave. why not, while holding the bowl that is dripping venom into his face, why not take advantage of Loki at that point? Because this is, like, over yeah. the course of, nobody knows how long. Like, this is, like, a very long period of time in most conceptions. So because of this, while Loki's tied down, while there's venom dripping down into his face, his wife is basically raping him. And this is where we came to the conclusion that Loki it has the title yeah. of the god of BDSM. Yeah. And we probably... Just like a comical shit. Oh, this is this. <laughs> it started out as a joke. However... This is a theory that can't really be denied at the same time. Yeah. And we probably... Yeah, it's like something that we probably just mindfuck you on if you are into Norse paganism. However, yeah, if you're... You would have to... You'd have to know everything. Like, you'd have to read with us. You'd have to do everything you could to understand this one area that we were in just this one spot you could understand it but if we were to talk about everything we went over it would completely mind fuck so like, so well that's the thing would not we're, be the same person we're, we're only like a third of the way through this rabbit hole theory oh yeah yeah we this is got... this is just like very small portion of the entire theory that we're going over right now and if you aren't following it yet if we're not explaining it well enough to you you should probably look into this more yourself so you have at least a basic understanding of what we're saying. Yeah. So that you can follow the rest of this podcast. 
Yep. So because we do touch on a lot of uh, topics like this, we at least plan. So we are actually going from step one of what was discussed to the last thing that was discussed and the debatement over it. Debatement. I don't think that's a word, but like I don't think they care. Um, no. <laughs> now going into the second part of this, we came across the theory because, like, while we were going over the Lakasana, while we we're going over the the value spa, which is the the value spa is the writings where Odin foresees Ragnarok happening, and while we were going over that and Lakasana, it is never specified where Loki is tied down. All it says is that he was tied down to a rock, and he was also bound to a tree. Now, in our studies, we came across this part where there is a god named uh, Idun, I think it was, which is I-D-U-N-N. I'm not sure if I said that right. Yeah, Idun. Yeah, it's, she, um, she is it's the... Also, the name Idun, it also... Um folds into the area of the Eden apple that the gods have to eat. Yeah, to so, so the, the, now that's where it gets even very interesting, because Eden, now listen to the pronunciation of that, Eden, she is the keeper of apples that give the Norse gods their immortality. If they don't eat these apples, they will age very quickly and die. Now, our whole apple every day if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they have to eat one apple every day. And the, my theory that we discussed was that if Theory was a living person, which he probably was so that he could endure the pain of this torture, they would have to keep him immortal, which means that they would have to give him an apple each and every day in order for him to endure this torture for however long he endures it. So we yeah. came we came to the conclusion that Loki was actually tied down in the orchard where Eden or Eden harvests her Eden. apples. Now we came to this other conclusion that that kind of goes over to the second part that we discovered that this orchard is where Loki would have to be kept because he would have to be fed an apple every day to stay young. So, going into the third part of this, we came to conclusion, because he's in an orchard that is basically kept by a person named Eden, that this orchard was technically conversed into, or changed into the technicality of a garden, because by technical standards, an orchard can actually be a garden. Yeah. Now, this is where it gets a little weird, because if the orchard is a garden, and a person named Edun is guarding this place, does that make this place Garden of Eden in the Christian religion? And if yes. so, if so, does that make Loki and his wife, Adam and Eve, in the Christian religion? Because Loki is the god of deception in Norse mythology, which means that he would do anything to deceive as many people as he can with all his mischief abilities. So what if he spewed an entire religion 
from his torture to basically outsmart the other gods. Like, what Which if... there was a... a good... I remember somewhere where it said that Loki even tried to create a religion well, there was, to push it against the gods. There's theories that Loki created his own following trying to separate from the Acer gods. However, it was never confirmed to be connected to Christianity. Yeah, but it was just a whole religion. So the theory here is that Loki and his wife are Adam and Eve, which also stands the question of who would Lilith be, which is the first woman he was with, which, in our theories that we discussed, would be Angerboda, which is also the mother of Fenrir. Yes, the mother of Jormungandr, and just those two. Yeah, so, we this is the giant rabbit hole theory that we have come across, which, one, Loki is the god of BDSM, and two... Which we stand by that. We do stand by that. We may joke about it, but we also slightly stand by it. And, oh, yeah. And Loki and his wife are Adam and Eve in attempts to create the entire Christian religion. That would then, hypothetically, we're not setting anything in stone because we can't really prove anything. This is all just one big theory. But we think that if this could be possibly true, that this does line up with the religion, quote-unquote, that Loki would use against the gods yeah. in Norse paganism. Now, a lot of people beg to question, this is something that actually was debated against this theory when we were discussing this theory, which is, well, Loki likes power. Why would he strip himself as a god to be a lesser being in another religion? Look, here's the thing. Yes, Loki does crave power. However, he does not crave power in the sense that most of the other gods do. Like, most yeah. other gods want titles, they want fame, they want riches. Loki is the type of person who wants intelligence. He wants to be able to yes. hold information over you. He wants to know your quirks. He wants, he wants to know... Yeah, he wants to know everything about everything so that he can then... He wants he to know... Strategist. He was a very, very good strategist. So if he could have the knowledge... His, the, to hold against somebody, then it could be exponentially powerful, per se. Yeah, so Loki's want for power was in the essence of how he could overcome an enemy. So his tactics were to basically gather all the information he possibly could on a single individual so that he knew that if that person ever crossed Loki, Loki would know immediately how to take them out. Uh-huh, because with that power, that he wants knowledge. And with knowledge become, comes everything so, that you could pretty much think of to an extent because without knowledge of an enemy, you don't know your enemy. Yeah. Take them out. Yeah, so with that said, Loki, being the god of mischief and deception, would not care about the title of god if he could achieve the biggest universal deception theory that there would ever exist. Yes. If he had a chance to do so, 
he would strip himself of the title of God immediately just to do it. Oh, yes. Just to do it, not even to be recognized as a god in that religion that he created. Just to do it. He's that type of person. He just wanted to do it to do it. Now, the third part of this theory that we'd gone over, which by this time is kind of like three in the morning, and there's only like three of us in the chat room, but I'm still going to discuss yeah. it anyway, which is the fact that if, and which we possibly believe, Loki's wife did take advantage of Loki, and she did give him another heir, that his heir would have been set foot as the Christian god. Yes, which wouldn't that be Jesus Christ, in a sense? That depends on the type because of... Loki would be the quote-unquote god, and Jesus Christ is the well, son of God. Well, so... no. Loki portrayed himself as Adam. So right. if he, he portrayed himself as Adam, his son would then take this, the pedestal of the Christian god, in which Loki's grandson would then be Jesus Christ. Okay, that makes sense. See, we're figuring stuff out with this as we go along with you. Yeah. So, step one, we went over the fact, or possible fact, that Loki is the god of BDSM. Second, we found that there's a possible theory that Loki and his wife are Adam and Eve in the Christian religion. And thirdly, there's a theory that the unknown son, as we like to call him, is the Christian God, which is why the Christian God doesn't have a specific name. Because if yeah. if Loki's wife birthed another son from Loki, then that son would not have any name listed in the Norse paganism. Because th at this point, Loki was basically banished from the rest of the Aesir gods. Which means any kids that he had after that point wouldn't have been listed on anywhere. We know that he nope, has... They would have not have been written anywhere. They would not have been acknowledged. Because in... They pretty much would have been ignored like they were nothing. Yeah, so in Norse culture, a person dies twice. What I mean by this is that you die in physical death, which means you just pass away. And then there's the second time that you die, which is word of mouth, when people stop talking about your name. When people stop yes. talking about your name is when you die the second time. And with this said, the fact that this unknown son of Loki was never mentioned anywhere means that in the Norse culture, he never existed. So that kind of brings out this giant rabbit hole theory that we had brought to mention in the beginning. Yep. Is there anything you would like to add, Connor? Pretty much covered it with all of that. I'm surprised we got through that so swiftly. <laughs> well, I mean, this is going on fucking 20 minutes, bud. Oh, shit, it is? Yeah. Huh. Uh, so, if you want to see more random-ass bullshit or more random-ass theories, hit the follow button, and we'll see you next time. Yep.